Hello, all, and welcome to Wake Up With Marcy, a show of hope and inspiration. So the new year is tomorrow, and maybe you are thinking of participating in dry January, maybe getting healthy or quitting drinking. If so, please check out my book, Amazon number one bestseller, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. I share with you how I quit drinking, how my life has changed for the better, and the action items needed to help you move forward with surrendering and putting the drink down. You can find my book at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com and give yourself the gift of happiness in the new year. Now let's hear about today's guests. Are you ready for some practical tips on starting off the new year with a plan to leave your nine to five and start your own business to attain real freedom and fulfillment? Well, today we learn how to find the courage to quit our nine to five job, make more money, work where we want and change the world in the new year with Amy Porterfield, leading business expert. We then learn how toxins in the environment are affecting our breast health and what we can do to protect ourselves with Dr. Loretta Friedman, founder of Synergy Health Associates and author of The Limp Link. Solving the Mysteries of Inflammation, Toxicity, and Breast Health Issues. Lastly, we speak about going after our dreams later in life, filling our mental toolbox, balancing career and being a mother with Felicia Madison, comedian and director of New Talent and Talent Booker at the West Side Comedy Club. Now let's meet these incredible guests and move towards a life of happiness. We'll now speak with leading business expert, Amy Porterfield. Welcome to Wake Up With Marcy, Amy. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. It's New Year's Eve. We have all of these New Year's resolutions, trying to figure out what we're going to do in the new the new year. And I want to talk about what, what you're an expert at, and that's like business, right? Yes. Finding happiness in our careers. Right. Right. So we if if we are in a nine to five job and we're not happy, how do we free ourselves and get out of that situation and start moving towards happiness? You know, I think we're seeing this a lot, especially with women, this recalibration where we went through COVID and we realized, wait a second, our nine to five job is not the most important thing to us anymore. We want to focus on our health, our family, our hobbies, our life outside of work. We want to be effective and productive, but not at the cost of everything else that matters to us. And that's why so many people are starting to look at, wait a second, I think I need to leave this job and start my own thing, create something where I'm the boss and I call the shots and I work when Mm -hmm. I want, where I want, how I want to work. So we're seeing this a lot. And I think to answer your question, the first step is to start figuring out What do I want to do and why do I want to do it? Getting really clear on your why. For me, when I left my nine to five job, it was all about freedom. I wanted to call the shots. I no longer wanted a boss. I just hit a point that I thought enough is enough. So getting really clear on your why is that first step. Yes. So let's talk about how we can figure that out. How do we figure out what we are passionate about or what we're good at or what we possibly, you know, what, what can we do to start fulfilling our dreams and finding what that is? 
Okay, I call it the sweet spot. There's four quadrants in a sweet spot. This is what you wanna think about. Number one, where have you gotten results for yourself or somebody else? What do people ask you about all the time? Like, how do you do this? Or show me how to do that. Start thinking about where you excel, whether personally or professionally, because that can be turned into a business, no matter how big or small you think it is. The second quadrant is, well, what kind of solution would you solve? Who do you want to serve? Like, what are their challenges? What are their pain points? How can you be a solution to that group of people you want to serve? The third quadrant is where are people spending money? When you think about what you're good at, what you could help people with, are there books about it, podcasts about it? Are there courses to teach people about it? Will they spend money to learn what you already know? And the fourth quadrant is what lights you up. Going back to that recalibration, what would you love to do? What do you want to talk about? What do you want your future to look like? Whatever you're going to create a new business around, it has to light you up. So think of those four quadrants. That's your sweet spot. That starts getting things like, what might I do to create my own business? Yeah, I love that so much. And I always say that. It's like, what do people come to you about? Yes. I mean, that is that's what you're good at, right? That's what people look to you for. And that's what you can make a business out of. And most times if you're doing those things and you're good at it, that's what you love doing. So true. It just comes natural to you. And don't think that because it's so easy and natural to you, it's easy for someone else. That's uh -uh. not the case. So, yeah. and also don't think just because it's already been being done by somebody else and maybe someone bigger and doing big things, there's enough people in this world that there's room for you at that table. Plenty of space. So let's talk about the paralyzing self-doubt, right? Yes. I'm not enough. I can't do it. How do yes. we get through that? Okay, so it comes up a lot. And first we have to say, this is very normal. Oh my gosh, who am I to be doing this? What are people going to think if they see me trying to go out on my own? And number one, you need to remember that their opinions do not matter. They are not going to pay the bills. So we need to get a little bit of a thicker skin and say, they might say things, they might think I'm not capable of doing this, but I know what I'm capable of and I wanna prove it to myself. So that crippling uh, doubt that comes up a lot, you need to recognize it, but you cannot believe every everything you think. And one strategy that can help this is if you're thinking about quitting your nine to five job, think about your exit date. When would you do this? Is it three months from now, six months from now? Is it one year on New Year's Eve next year, you are leaving that job? Whatever it might be, I want you to put that on a sticky note. I know it might seem silly, but put it on a mirror where you see it every single day. And you tell yourself, what can I do today to get me closer to that date. Because self-confidence, a way to self, instead of self-sabotage, self-confidence comes from sticking to the commitments you make to yourself. So when you say, I'm quitting on that date, and you work toward that, you start to get more confidence and more courage to do so. So these actions actually create the confidence you're looking for. I love that. And so should we start, you know, moving forward to, our entrepreneurial dream during that time? Absolutely. One of the things I did when I quit my very last corporate job 14 years ago is that I started a side hustle before I did so. So I started to help people with social media. That was my area of expertise at the time, very different now. But I started to help people with social media in the mornings, at night, on the weekends. I brought in a little extra cash just to prove to myself that I could put myself out there. And this started giving me the confidence of saying, if I were an entrepreneur, if I was a business owner, how might I show up? 
So from now until the day you quit your job, start acting and thinking like an entrepreneur, a business owner. How would you show up? What time would you wake up in the morning? What connections would you want to make? You can do some magic in between the today and the day you actually leave that job. So you're more ready to just hit the ground running. I love it because if we were just to stay in that fear, we'd never move forward. Never. And, and the other thing, don't compare yourself to anyone. Learn from them, right? So you can yes. just start moving forward. I love that you said that. One thing I learned yeah. from Oprah many years ago is that she ran her business by putting blinders on. Like a racehorse puts blinders on. You can't look left or right. Put your blinders on, get your work done. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing because when you compare yourself, you'll never measure up, human nature. So put those blinders on and get to work. I love it. So you have some exciting news. You have a new book that's releasing in February of 2023 and that is called Two Weeks Notice. So tell us about it. I wrote this book because 14 years ago when I started my own business, I was terrified and confused and had no idea what to do. So I wrote a guidebook of how to find the courage to leave behind what you no longer want and then literally the steps to take to start a business from scratch, step by step by step. So it's the guidebook to give you everything you need to get started to become your own boss. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on Wake Up With Marcy. It has been such a pleasure. And thank you for all of this very vital information and getting us motivated. Thank you, Marcy, so much. Happy New Year. Next up, we learn how toxins in the environment are affecting our breast health and what we can do to protect ourselves with Dr. Loretta Friedman. We're now going to learn about breast health and toxicity with Dr. Loretta Friedman, founder of Synergy Health Associates and author of The Lymph Link. Welcome to the show, Dr. Friedman. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you so much for having me. So breast health is, it really is so very important. And there's so much fear when it comes to breast cancer. So can you tell us why it's so prevalent? Yes. So we are a nation of breast disease, and I really want to change that conversation to breast health. Uh, In 2014, there was a study that was done uh, testing women's breast tissue that showed 17 different dangerous chemicals that all cause cancer and autoimmune disease. So this is real. This is not a theory. This is not, I think this is happening. This is happening. And toxicity is all around us. Yeah. So... Let's talk about how women can better protect themselves. First of all, it is really essential that women eat organically, okay, especially fruits and vegetables. The higher water content fruits and vegetables contain the most toxicity. So the cucumbers and the lettuces and the berries and, you know, things of that nature. So it's very, very important that you buy those organic. And uh, same thing with meats and proteins, that they're antibiotic and steroid and hormone free. Yeah, so I I myself um, got to come in and had some testing with you, Dr. Friedman. And I was really grateful to be able to do that because I thought I was pretty healthy. Uh, I feel like I eat pretty well, um, I exercise, and uh, doing pretty good for the age of 53. 
And you did a test on me and it showed different. So can we talk a little bit uh, quickly about what you found in me um, and, and talk about the toxins and what we can do to make those changes in our bodies? Sure. So what I did on you was a cell test, uh, also referred to as an aging analysis. So it's done in the office with immediate results, and I review it with the patient. What it does is it looks at um, how your cells are functioning, if there are any deficiencies that are present, if there's any part of the cell that isn't working optimally. But key, it shows a shift of fluid from inside the cell to outside the cell. That shift is indicative of toxins. So your toxicity score, over a quarter of your cells showed toxicity. With a thorough history that we did, there were things that said, yes, this is why you have toxicity in your body. But the, you also have some premature aging of your cell. Your cell membrane is shrinking like a raisin or a prune. And again, that's nutritional deficiency. You need to eat more omega-3-based foods, uh, walnuts, chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds, uh, cold North Atlantic fish, which you enjoy fish. So, you know, most of the things that I find on a cellular level can be corrected with diet, nutrition, and supplementation. It's interesting. So, you know, we we talk about the things that we live with in our environment, right? And these are normal things in our home, but these things are toxic. So can you share with us what some of those things are and do we get rid of all of them? What happens? Well, what we get Here's the thing. You can't get rid of all the toxicity in your life. It's impossible because it is. It is in the water we drink and the air we breathe and the foods we eat. It is all around us. Um, there are 700 chemicals in our bodies that don't belong there, first of all, mm -hmm. to, just to start off. Uh, there are over 14,000 toxins in the packaging of the foods to help increase shelf life. Uh, there are, you, you know, uh, uh, that new car smell that people love. That's formaldehyde. Uh, you know, the, 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 the cleaning products in our home are full of toxins. Again, you want to go with things that are organic. You want to go with things that aren't aerosolized, that are more, you know, liquid sprays, not spray sprays. Um, yeah. So, you know, shampoo products, uh, makeup. Oh, my God. Makeup is so toxic. It, it, uh, it's ridiculous. I was once told you never put anything on your face that you can't eat. So, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is something to think about because, yeah, with our skin care and our, our makeup, we have no idea what our bodies uh, are absorbing. Um, so let's just real quickly, um, you put out this great book. And uh, can you just share with us maybe some main uh, draws from your book uh, that, that can help us? The reason I wrote the book was because I feel that it's very important that people, you know, help themselves with themselves by themselves, that they have some guidance. There are exercises that women can do to help move their lymphatic system. There are um, uh, dietary changes that people need to make, like removing inflammatory foods from their diet. There are recipes in the book to teach people how to cook with foods that help their liver and their lymphatic system and the kidneys and their guts detox better. Foods that are high in glutathione and antioxidants and citrus-based foods. So it, the book is a guide, you know, to help people, not just women, but people in general, 
on how to keep their immune system, because basically that's what the lymph system rec uh, represents, is your immune system in good health and working and functioning optimally. It talks about dry brushing, you know, and how yeah. to move the lymph and back up to your heart. And that should be done every day, even a couple of times a day, especially if you're a lymphatic uh, lymphedema sufferer. So much valuable information. Well, Dr. Friedman, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can we find you? You can find me at Synergy Health Associates or Synergy Health Associates, Synergy with an S, Associates with an S.com. I'm on Instagram at Synergy Health Associates. You see, we only use the one name, right? So you can. <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you for your help and all the work that you're doing on educating us because we need it. So Dr. Friedman, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you again soon. After the break, we meet comedian Felicia Madison and speak about going after our dreams later in life, filling our mental toolbox, balancing a career and being a mother. I'm excited to now speak with Felicia Madison, comedian and director of new talent and talent booker at the West Side Comedy Club. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I love it. You're a comedian. That's so incredible. I'm always fascinated with um, comedians and, and coming up with the material. And you yourself, you were a mom. And this happened later in life for you. So I, I'd love for you to share with us kind of how you, you know, took your dream and went after it after having kids. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a long journey. You know, I, when I had children, I was very happy to be a stay-at-home mom, but always felt like something was missing. So over the mm -hmm. years, I was always coming up with plans and trying to hatch like, you know, what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. I started by taking a class um, and at the Manhattan Comedy School. And then I started performing all over at clubs. And what mm -hmm. happened was I found myself, you know, being a mom and all, most of my audience was moms. It was hard for them to get downtown for late night clubs. So I started producing lunchtime comedy shows and I called them laugher size. I come laugh your butt off. <laughs> <laughs> So it was convenient for them. They came during the day. They got yeah. to have fun and laugh. And then I ended up bringing that to Westside. And then okay. after that happened, it all just sort of everything snowballed for me at Westside. Yeah. And you know what? I love that you made it work for yourself as a mother and other mothers because it's hard. Uh, and, and, you know, I love that you have this afternoon a comedy release, if you will, because laughter is really the best medicine, especially if, you know, we're going through difficult times and that happens as a mom and in life. And, you know, we're human and we're, we're faced with depression and other difficulties in our lives. So how about you? Did, did that ever happen for you? And if so, like, what did you do? Well, uh, I like that you said that uh, mothers are human because sometimes I think people don't think we are. Yeah, <laughs> you know, especially your kids. Um, so yeah, so I true. Mean, uh, everyone um, struggles. I, I mean, I think everyone struggles with depression. It's something that um, 
I've dealt with over the years and I encourage my kids to deal with and seek help because I think we all need it. Life, life is hard. And, mm-hmm. um, I think I grew up with the stigma on mental health where it wasn't as accepted as it is now. I think people are mm-hmm. very open about seeking help and, uh, medicating themselves and doing everything that they can. But it's, it's hard. And especially in this industry, I mean, although I love stand up and, and stand up has become my drug of choice, it literally makes me happy. Um, also, also sometimes makes me really sad when you don't have a good night, but, um, I think everyone everyone needs to find the thing that works for them and makes them happy. And for me, um, it's been stand up, but on the flip side, you need to be able to make yourself happy without external um, influences. So sometimes yeah. my relying on stand-up is not so good. You have to find what inside makes you a happy person on a regular, more moderated Absolutely. basis. I love that you say that. I mean, it, we really have to become happy with ourselves. It starts with self-love and and getting that toolbox I always love to reference a toolbox for things that we can use when we are starting to have those down moments. And I love the, the saying that we're only as happy as our happiest child, which is so true. Um, you know? <laughs> and I always say I have a teenager, so I'm miserable. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have a teenager. I have one in um, that's a junior in high school and I'm a college student and it's not easy. And you know, as career women and moms and wives or whatever, like we're, we're balancing a lot in life. And our parents as well. Yes. And that's so true. You know, bringing that up, we have elderly parents, you know, taking care of, of them. And so, you know, with you being successful in what you are doing and helping us to, to elevate our moods, what do you do to elevate yourself when things get difficult? You know, I met someone um, a while back. He has a charity called We Are All a Little Crazy. And mm-hmm. it really, he really changed my life because he went through, as Eric's name's Eric Kuzan, and he went through some trauma also. And I think what I learned from him and I learned in general was as people that are depressed sometimes have this desire to always keep themselves busy and they Mm. search for external things like success in um, their business or their family to give them happiness. And that is like a really bad sign. And I kind of touched on it. Um, You have to find things other than that. And the most important part is finding downtime. Um, Mm. So for me, meditating, exercising, um, and also taking care of myself. I mean, it sounds silly, but I've, you know, just having a healthy diet helps me. Yeah. All those things are so important. So I know you are the talent booker at West Side Comedy Club, but you're still doing stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to see you. Like, what, <laughs> what, like what's your show about? You know, it's funny. It's generally about... Um, my kids and a life as a mom 
And it does deal with depression also. You know, I'm challenged a little bit because uh, at the clubs when I go there, it tends to be a younger audience that aren't moms. So they have a hard time relating. And mm-hmm. so I've been um, trying to come up with more um, topics that are generally acceptable <laughs> to the younger audiences. But yeah. when I, but my, my main shtick if you call it that is making fun of uh raising kids and family life and um all the troubles and things that I deal with as a mom and growing up in this neighborhood this time of life where can we find more about you and you know check out some of these shows I I would love to see one myself well, uh, Instagram is always the best way to find out where I am and what I'm doing. It's Felicia Madison Comedian. And I'm usually at Westside Comedy Club. And um, I do have a website also, FeliciaMadison.com. Kudos to you. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And love to hear yeah. your story one day. <laughs> thank you, Felicia. All right. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Wake Up With Marcy today. What an awesome show. I want to thank my guests, Felicia Madison, Dr. Loretta Friedman, and Amy Porterfield. I wanted to share with you all that I have found my passion in the last seven years. After quitting drinking, finding love for myself, breaking generational cycles, and building on spirituality. If this is the gift you want to give yourself in the new year, please check out my book, Amazon number one bestseller, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. You can find it on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. I want to wish you all a happy new year. Have a wonderful night tonight. Count your blessings and always remember, be kind to yourself and kind to others. All right, guys. See you next weekend. <laughs>